You're listening to Show Me Your Assets. I'm your host, Dottie Dynamo, burlesque dancer and stripper turned personal trainer. This show is about sexy work, fitness, money, and everything in between. You'll learn how to train smarter, navigate body image in an industry that centers your looks, manage your money, and prioritize self-care and recovery so you can avoid burning out over and over again. While I have your attention, you should know I have the tendency to cuss like a sailor. So if you're in mixed company, grab your headphones because there's no telling what I might say. Okay, today's episode, we are gonna dispel some social media money myths. Yes, I said social media money myths. I don't think it's any surprise that with the uprise of TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter and just social media in general, there's more of an attraction to being a stripper or working in sexy work because of the idea that it is easy money, that it is fast money, and that you can make a shit ton of it in no time. And this comes from the right? The money picks, the money showing off bags of money at work, showing off your box of money, holding a stack of cash in a picture. And in some ways, in fact, in lots of ways, these are very toxic photos. They are toxic in the same sense as like side-by-side pics of like before and afters when people are trying to lose weight. And the reason why I'm going to compare these two is that when someone is showing off their money, right? It can make you feel like you aren't making enough or they must have so much money or make you believe that they're making that amount of money every night. But if you've been in this industry for any amount of time, you know that one, it's very likely that that could be their whole income for the week or that is just the best night they've had in ages. And maybe they made like $200 the night before because there is no real consistency in this industry when it comes to income. Yes, the longer you're in the game, the more you work on your hustle, the more you up your sales skills, the more you can hit a similar average over and over again. But there will always be nights that you can't account for when it comes to income in this industry. And that compares to these before and after picks when it comes to toxic fitness and weight loss, because if your current body looks like somebody's before and you were feeling really good about yourself, that can throw you in the pit, right? And we're glamorizing health as a look. We're glamorizing this idea that fit and healthy has a certain look and that is not the case. Because sort of like being thin does not equal being healthy, being fat doesn't equal being unhealthy, and making lots of money does not equal being good with money. I know that this happens all the time. I could definitely say a little bit from personal experience as a baby dancer that there are times in the club or times as a performer that you get almost envious or jealous or you start watching someone else's money instead of minding your own because you see them selling rooms, you see them getting big tips, you see them booking higher paying gigs and you assume that because they are doing these things, that they must have lots of money. But without a doubt, the majority of the time, 
the people that are flashing these money picks, the people that seem to always be racking in a ton of money at night, if you pay close enough attention, you'll find these are the same people who are talking about not having enough money to pay their cell phone bill, but yet they have a flashy car. Somehow they're struggling to pay their rent. They're behind on something. They don't have enough for this or that. Like their money doesn't make any sense because somehow they're bringing in all this cash. They're getting these higher paid gigs, but they're struggling financially. Okay. This is the difference between making a lot of money and actually being good with money. The two are not the same. In fact, spending less money than you bring in and knowing how to manage that money is the only way to get rich. The only way. All right. You could make $2,000 tonight at work, but if you don't properly manage it, tomorrow you could have, or maybe not tomorrow, but like by the same day next week, you could have none of that money. And what is the point of making all of this money, of making cash, of being your own boss, of being in charge, if you're not leveraging yourself to have a comfortable life in the future of not needing to worry or to hustle, right? So let's compare two hypothetical dancers. If this helps you to like maybe get out a pen and paper and write these things down, uh, go ahead and do this. I will do my best to keep it clear. But as we all know, not only do I go off on tangents, sometimes I just have brain farts. So maybe grab a pen and paper, draw a line down the middle. And on the left-hand side, we'll have dancer A. And on the right-hand side, we'll have dancer B. Okay, so dancer A. This dancer, let's say she averages or they average 500 to 800 bucks a shift or 500 to $800 per client, however you want to look at that. And after work, they are always sure to set aside a percentage of that money for taxes, a percentage of that money for profit, and a percentage of that money for business expenses. And then whatever is left over they keep that for their personal income, okay? So they've only made $500 to $800 a, sh $800 a shift. We could even make that lower. We could say $300 to $500 a shift because I know that is sometimes more realistic in certain clubs and certain areas of the country, right? So this performer, dancer, whatever, worker is making this amount of money. They're setting aside their money for taxes, profit, and expenses. They're also keeping their personal expenses low, meaning they don't always buy everything new. Sometimes maybe they skip brunch. They make their coffee at home instead of always buying iced coffee. They have a used car versus a brand new car. They're, they aren't constantly upgrading their cell phone, or maybe they're just having someone else pay for those things if you get what I'm saying. Now, because they're keeping their personal expenses low, they are able to save and or invest around $500 a month into an emergency savings, into a short-term savings, into an IRA. If we say five, let's make that 500 to 700 because that will allow them to put $6,000 a year into an IRA each year, as well as extra for a high yield savings for their emergency fund. Okay. So they're not making 
these like thousands upon thousand dollars a night, but yet because they are setting aside money for taxes, profit expenses, and keeping their personal expenses low, they're able to save and invest quite a bit of their money. Now, let's go to that right-hand column and talk about Dancer B. Dancer B is what we would probably consider our top earner, or one of the top earners are in our club, or maybe someone that we look up to with their hustle and their sales and they're getting the bigger gigs. Maybe they're going on tours if they're a burlesque dancer. If they are doing OnlyFans or camming, like they're in that top high percentage. So let's say they're making around like $800 to $2,000 per shift on average. Okay, but this dancer is not tracking their money. Okay, they have a lot of recurring bills that come straight out of their bank account. But since they're automatic, they're not even paying attention to how much money is leaving their bank account. They leave work, they immediately go buy some food. The next day they order in breakfast. Like they are just hemorrhaging money, but they're not keeping track of what they're spending. Okay. They constantly have to have their phone turned back on. We all know this dancer. We all know this dancer um, because they don't have the money set aside to pay the bill when it's due. Even though this bill is due on the same time, same date every month, somehow they just, they don't seem to have the money ready for it. Or if they do, it means not doing something else that they want to do in order to pay the bill. They are spending their money as fast as they are making it. They constantly have fancy clothes and handbags, but they aren't saving because in their mentality, right, they are thinking, well, I'll save what I have left over. But within this mentality, there's never anything left over. And then when tax time comes around, they don't have any money set aside for taxes. So now they're scrambling to work more shifts, to make money, to pay what they owe, which then in turn is making their taxes for the next year higher, whether they realize it or not. Okay, so if we can look at these columns side by side, we see that somehow Dancer A is making much, much, much less on average per night than Dancer B. But because they're saving, because they're keeping their personal expenses low, they are doing so much more with their money. They're getting more out of their money than the dancer that is averaging up to $2,000 per shift because they're not being responsible with the money they're making. They're seeing that money as a way to live a life that they've possibly never had the ability to attain. And that's fair. I think that is true for very many of us in this industry. But what they're failing to recognize is that by making that amount of money, they could be setting themselves up to live a very similar lifestyle long into life. But because they are failing to save, because they buy everything new, because they're spending their money faster than they making it, and they have no record of what they're spending money on, they're ending up at zero. They're in that baller to broke cycle over and over and over again. And this is exactly why that concept of chasing tons of cash that has been glorified on apps like Insta and TikTok can be so misleading and toxic because the focus becomes making the bag, securing the bag, living a big extravagant life, right? Having the show off life to show people your money, all right? But so many people 
who enter the industry seeking to make a better life for themselves end up stuck in this industry because they never learn to manage the large and small amounts of cash they make. And I'm not saying, I'm not here to be Captain Save-A-Ho because I've been in this industry for going on, I've been in the nightlife industry for 11 years. I've been dancing for, I don't, I think eight, uh, that COVID year time thing is messing up my timeline. And I plan on being in this industry as long as I fucking can. All right. Uh, there is no Captain Save-A-Ho here. You can be in this industry for as short or as long a time it makes sense for you. But what I hate to see is people who had a plan to get in and to make money and to do other things who then get stuck, who don't want to be here. Because there are people in this industry who don't want to be here, but yet they get stuck because they can't find a way out that allows them the same financial abilities And part of that process is poor money management, okay? It's poor money management. So someone can average more than you per night, but not have a great mindset or relationship with money, while you can make less per night, boop, 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 those are words, right? You can be making less money per night, but be building up your savings and retirement. And you can use the benefit of this industry. You can use the benefit of that fast cash. You can use the benefit of selling rooms and upping your sales skills and working on your performances, networking, and getting better connections to build yourself a safety net. Okay. It's all about living on less than you really need to. And that doesn't mean that you have to be super frugal and you never go out to eat or you never buy new clothes, right? But it means that you learn what your values are in life. What is so important to you about money? What are the things that you truly need? What things you don't? And start to learn to live and spend within your values So that you don't have to buy everything that crosses your path, right? There's a difference between long-term goals and immediate gratification. Because you can't take this stuff with you. And while people will also say you can't take money with you, sure, you can't. But I don't know about you, but at some point in my life, I want to get to the point where I'm just sitting around drinking cocktails and I don't have to be thinking about working. I don't have to be staging a photo shoot or trying to book a gig or working on an extra side hustle. And even if I'm still working, right, if I'm still working money out of clients, if I'm still working to have men pay for things for me, because that is just honestly, it's what we should be doing. Um, I'm going to be good with my money. If I get that money, I'm still going to use it to build a better future for myself versus spending it instantly. And this is the importance of understanding that difference between making lots of money and being good with money. There's a term called house rich, but cash poor. And this essentially means that if you own a house or you have a really fancy car, right, you have a lot of assets, you're 80% of your wealth per se is tied up in like a house or a car or other things, but you don't have liquid assets. You don't have like six months of living expenses saved up. You don't have a savings. You don't have any sort of retirement. And I would preface to say that most dancers are spending rich, but cash poor in a sense that 
you may not have these large assets. You may, some of you may have a house or a fan, have like a really nice car or things like that, but I don't believe that all of us do, but we are spending rich as in we will go spend our money on whatever we want to because we can, but as such, we're cash poor in the sense that we aren't saving for our futures. We aren't saving for the inevitability of eventually not working in this industry anymore. I don't have a really good closer for this episode. I just think it's really important to, number one, stop coveting, stop paying attention, stop being jealous, stop envying the dancers that you see or the workers, the other cam models, whatever it is who seem to be making more money than you and assume that they are doing better than you. Okay, because it really comes down to what you're doing with the money you make. You could easily be making way less, but be better off financially. If you want more money tips like this, if you want more guidance on how to really build up your bank account and grow your wealth in this industry, in a cash industry, you can join the Mind Your Money or the Money Mondays newsletter. It's kind of interchangeable at the link in the show notes. This is all I have for you on today's episode of Show Me Your Assets. As always, if you found this episode helpful or benefited from it in any way, or you think someone else would benefit from this episode, I'd love for you to take a screenshot, share it on your social media, and tag me at Dynamo so I can see who's following along.